Hello, everyone. I am Dakota, your PM, your DM, your GM of A Path Through Time. Sitting to my left is somebody who believes that wired earbuds are much better than wireless earbuds. It's me, Evelyn, playing Hikaru. And sitting to my left is someone who believes that G double sharp and B double flat don't mean the same thing. That's me. And I'm Eli. I play Bruce on this podcast. And sitting across from me is someone who believes that French toast is the best breakfast food. Absolutely do, and I will fight anyone that says it's not. Hi, I'm Sean, and I'm playing Sammy. I'm going to spin it back to the guy across from me. Yeah, that's me. So you guys are probably wondering what this podcast is and why we're making it. I'm a huge fan of Not a Scratch, actually, and I've decided to make a sister podcast. This show is set 20 years before the events of Not a Scratch. There will be some slight overlaps, but we will not be changing anything in the nothing canon in this show will actually show up in Not a Scratch. So this is a separate podcast, but it takes place in the exact same world. In fact, we're actually starting in Gale Beach, uh, in the Ventus region. If you guys don't know what the Outcast region is, it's a region made by the by Andrew himself, who is the PM, DM, GM of Not a Scratch. Thanks to him for all that he's created for us. He made this entire system and this entire world for us. And only because of him are we actually able to do the show. In the uh, southeastern, now nah, it's like middle, mid-eastern part of the region is Ventus. There are a whole bunch of different states, and right in the middle is Ventus. On the west shore, there's a ocean, and right on that ocean is Gale Beach, where we're actually going to be starting. In fact, uh, let's start our adventure now. You guys ready to fly on in? Yep. Sure Do it. Let's fly on in. All right. All right. Whoosh, we're flying on in. All right, Eli, we're actually going to start with your character. Uh, do you care to introduce your character, who you are, what you're playing, and what your character is like? Yeah, so I'm playing a young, well, young senior in high school about to graduate, Cyndaquil, named Bruce. He is uh, typically very shy, doesn't have many friends. Uh, and he makes sure that anyone that is close to him is a very good person and has good reason to be his friend. Uh, just to go through his stats real quick for anyone out there who likes numbers, he's got an HP stat of 22, attack of 9, Defense of 10, Special Attack of 9, Special Defense of 9, and Speed of 9. And in case you don't know the Not a Scratch game system very well, uh, all the Pokemon also have human stats that uh, basically correlate over to most of the D&D stats, Uh but are lumped into categories based on the contest stats in the game, in like main series games. So everyone has a cool, a cute, a smart, a beauty, and a tough stat. So Bruce's cool is at zero, cute is at negative one, or minus one. These are for like rolls and stuff. 
Smart is at a plus one. Beauty is plus two. And Tough is plus one. And I'm sure throughout the show we'll go through what each of those stats is used for. And yeah. That's Bruce. That's uh, actually a pretty good explanation of how everything works here. Uh, as we look down, uh, Bruce, you are actually asleep right now. Uh, what fun things does Bruce like to dream about? Uh, I think he dreams about... Uh, probably... Sparring with the uh used to spar with his dad uh back when he was a kid and he dreams about that because his father is unfortunately no longer around so uh yeah so you're sparring with he's probably dreaming you're sparring with your father right now and it is his turn to attack as he runs in for an attack, he picks up a ruler off the ground and smacks you on the head with it. Bruce! Bruce! Wake up! Smack, smack. Uh, yeah, I think he would wake up at that. Bruce, wake up! Smack! And as you raise your head, you look into the eyes of Mr. Farnsworth, the Kangaskhan, who is your uh, social studies teacher. But Bruce, you've... I know this is the last day of school, but I mean, th this test is worth 30% of your grade. I mean, c come on now. You can't be sleeping on this. Uh, fine. Uh, sorry. Just dozed off You there. got about five minutes left. You might want to finish up your test real quick. Looks like you're almost done anyway. And he walks back over to his desk and he sits down, but you can tell he's keeping an eye on you. Yeah, I'll go back to finishing the test. So, you look down at your test, and it's labeled uh, 12th grade social studies exam. This is your final exam for the year, and you are on your last page. You look like you have about five questions left. The first question is, that isn't answered, says, how many states are in the outcast region? Um, I believe that is eight. All right. You've written that down? Um, yes. All right. Your next question says, what is the capital of Nature State? See, Nature, that is the neighbor to our state of Ventus. That's ca the capital is Thunder Tree City. All right. The next question. What guild is located in Briny Breeze Island? Briny Breeze Island. It's a little ways away, but not too far. That is the Boulder Stars, I believe. All right. Your fourth question. What tool is used by guild members to transport quickly out of dungeons? Ooh, that's an easy one. That's the guild badge. And your last question, uh, what state do you currently reside in? 
Well, that's the Ventus state. As you finish writing everything, the teacher looks up from his desk and says, All right, everyone, that's time. Please turn your papers over. Please turn your papers over and I will collect them after everyone leaves class. And as he says this, the bell rings and everyone starts to pack their stuff into their bags and head out of the room. Yeah, I'll go out too. I assume I know where my next class is because the last day of school. So I'll just start heading to class, heading my next class. The next class, well, class on your uh, schedule is actually lunch. Uh, the lunch room is headed is all the way down in the basement, and you got 30 minutes to eat whatever you got, get in line. The school does offer free lunch if you haven't brought anything. So you head um, down to the cafeteria. Did Bruce bring his own lunch, or does he make his own, or does he get in line? Uh, Bruce does have his own lunch. Uh, he never really gets the school lunches. He always thought that he could just bring better food from home. Alright. Uh, so Bruce has a paper bag. Uh, Bruce, does Bruce have a paper bag or a lunchbox? I think he has a lunchbox. <laughs> okay, so Bruce has a lunchbox. You look out at, across the table, it's in the cafeteria, and you see your friend Hikaru sitting at the uh, table who also brought her lunch. Uh, she's sitting with her two friends, Sammy, and uh, she's sitting with the, uh, your two friends, Sammy and Walter, the real Lou. Uh, hmm. Just for clarification, it's a uh, Sammy that Bruce is friends with, and Hikaru <laughs> is like, Hikaru is Sammy's friend, Bruce yeah, doesn't know sorry. it super well. Yep, yeah, that's that's actually what I meant to say. I realized I made a mistake as I was saying that. Uh, Sammy is Bruce's friend, not Hikaru. Sammy is sitting with his friend, Hikaru, and Hikaru is sitting with her, with her friend, uh, Walter, the real one. And yeah. a... Uh, Sammy looks up and waves at you to sit down with him. Bruce! Bruce! Come sit down! I'll go over. And I just, like, look over and I see I see Bruce. my arms wildly. Trying to get his attention. <laughs> Bruce is gonna look over, start walking over and, like, do, like, the waving down on, uh, with his, like, front paw to try to get Sammy to settle down a bit. Doesn't like making a big scene or anything. Okay, so you all three are at the cafeteria table. Uh, do you guys sit in the back, or do you guys sit up near the hallway? The four of us are sitting at the table. Well, I mean, yeah, but which table are you guys sitting at? The back, yeah. Alright, so you guys sit in the back. Uh... What did all of you guys bring for lunch? Uh, well, Sammy brought. Let's see, he brought an apple, definitely an apple. And he brought a. I would say. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say like a turkey sandwich, but that probably isn't a thing. <laughs> so we're just gonna go for. Yeah. yeah, they don't eat meat here. It's an unpleasant sandwich. Uh, it's just a peanut butter sandwich. And like a little a little thing of milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, we don't eat Pokemon meat. No, no. Uh, not a scratch established that uh, there 
all Pokemon are vegetarians. There is no Pokemon eating Pokemon in this world. Yeah. So Sammy's got an apple. No matter what the Pokedex says. Like a peanut butter sandwich and an apple and some milk. And uh, what about you, Hikaru? Yeah. Probably still be hungry though. Yeah. Um, I've got um, I've got two rice balls and some pineapple berry slices. So, uh. Oh, pineapple berries? Oh, sorry. Uh, Walter uh, hold, uh, picks up his bag and he dumps it out on the table. Uh, he pulls out a donut and another donut. And he says, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Donuts again? Mom's great. <laughs> and he's smiling wide. He takes a big bite of his donut. And say that you love your donuts. What's your favorite flavor? Donut. Donut flavor? Yeah, donut flavor is the best. I love donut flavored donuts. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he's chowing down on his donut, and um, you all converse for a bit. Uh, do you guys got anything going on with your lives right now? Yeah, I've been, um, I've been writing some songs about... You know, just the thought of graduating and getting into college. Yeah, yeah, me too. You, uh, I got this new guitar just recently. It's a, uh, my mom got it for me. Uh, uh, Carter, since he's your, since, uh, he's your friend, uh, you know that, uh, Walter's mother is actually a member of a band. Mm. Uh, and she is really big into music and music production. Yeah, what's the name so, of the band? Uh, uh, ooh, what is a good name for a band? Um, let me see. Uh, you know, I'm gonna let you guys come up with a band. What kind of music did they play? Uh, rock. Say, uh, rock. rock and metal. Rock. Okay. Um, oh, I should specify the, uh, um, never mind. Uh, ooh. so, um, I got it. Guns oh, and yeah. Rosellias. <laughs> Guns and Rosalias, I love ah, it. Ah, nice. Okay. Except yeah. for, I don't think guns exist in this world. So, uh Last seeds and Rosalias. There you Last go. The Graveler Rock has Rosalias. The Gravel Rock. Ooh, what if they were just called the Gravel Rocks? Yeah. That works. Because they, they make rock. It's gra the Gravel Rocks. So Gravel Rocks. So Walter's, um, Walter's mom is in a band called the gravel rocks and he says uh so yeah my mom just recently got me a, a new instrument it's really cool and he pulls out from beside him this electric guitar but he also has a violin bow and he stands up and he puts it on the ground and plays it like a cello and it's like a uh, improvised he says it's like an improvised electric cello this thing's sick Whoa, that is cool. Oh man, you brought that to school? <laughs> now that I think of it, maybe he wouldn't be allowed to bring that to school, but I'm just gonna say the rules are really lax here. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't have any rules at once. It's the last day of school, why not? Bruce is just looking over at him sort of apprehensively. Like, why would you bring that to school? And so... <laughs> As you're looking at him like that, you 
you guys also notice that pretty much everyone else in the auto, uh, the uh, cafeteria is staring directly at Walter because they were all just like enjoying their lunches and stuff and then all of a sudden just a loud electric guitar starts playing in the corner of the room. <laughs> so uh, Walter sits back down he's like yeah maybe I'll save up for later he says as he sees all the people staring at him and he goes back to eating his lunch. Mm -hmm. uh, as he finishes his second donut, the uh, cafeteria bell rings, signaling the end of lunch. Mm -hmm. um, Ooh. You oh, man. Time to get back to class. Yeah, I'm excited uh, for my next... Am I excited for my next test? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm a little worried. So, so you guys look at your agenda. I, I take it you all have, like, agendas, or you guys know what classes you guys have. Yeah. Um, what? All four of you actually share the same class since you uh, share a lot of your classes. You guys have your battle class next. Oof. So, Excited. as you guys Squad. head, as you guys head up to your next class, you see a bunch of people actually exiting the room that your battle class normally takes place in. And as you enter, you guys uh, see on the chalkboard, there's a big writing that says, meet me in the main entrance. Okay. And it's signed by Dr. Sumo. Mr. Sumo. Mr. Dr. Sumo. Mr. Dr. Sumo. <laughs> okay. Okay. His name is now Mr. Dr. Sumo. So... Uh, you know Mr. Dr. Sumo to be the Hariyama that runs the battle class in Gale Beach High. He is a really cool dude. He loves showing off all his fighting moves, and every now and then he'll just have people go out to the field and just fight for fun if he has nothing else to teach. He's a really cool dude. This is definitely one of Bruce's favorite classes. I think for a, a lot of people in the school, it's going to be their favorite class. So, uh, there's a bunch of people who enter the room and immediately exit upon reading it. I take you, I take it you you follow them out to the main entrance? Yep. We'll follow. Yep. Main entrance to what? The school or? Uh, the entrance of the school is where he directed you guys. Mm, okay. So, you guys get to the entrance of the school, all four of you. And you see Mr. S Mr. Doctor, is it Doctor Mr. or Mr. Doctor? Mr. Doctor Sumo. Mr. Doctor Sumo is standing in the middle of a crowd of Pokemon, and they're all waiting for you. And he sees you guys. He's like, "Oh, there you are, you four. I've been waiting for you. Come on, we're going out to the fields. Uh, well, this is where our final exam is going to be. I think you guys are really going to like this one." Oh yeah. And Good. he gestures with his gigantic. He gestures with his gigantic hands, like waves, like "Come on!" and he starts leaving the school. Yeah. And my like my cheeks are like crackling with like static electricity. Yeah. Uh, did we ever establish uh what Pokemon Hikaru was? A Pikachu. Uh, we we did yeah, not I... do character introductions yeah. for Hikaru or Sammy. That's true. I'm sorry. Uh, if you guys uh want to, you guys can give yourselves character introductions. I'm sorry. All right. So I'm uh, I'm playing Hikaru. She is a Pikachu. She's also a high school senior, um, and she likes music. And uh, Sammy, what about you? Uh, well, I'm playing Sammy. He's a Munchlax. 
also a high school senior. Weird coincidence. Uh, he's a munchlax. I think I said that. Yeah, he's a munchlax. Uh, you know, a munchlax. Very hungry. Very interested in food. Uh, typically snacking on something. He might hide in his fur. <laughs> and Walter is the real Lou that you've been friends with, Sammy, for... Or, sorry, Hikaru. Hikaru's been friends with Walter for quite a while. Uh, they share a love of music, and Walter's always wanted to be a rock star. And he always had his electric guitars and stuff at home, but his new recent, like, improvised electric cello seems to have him really excited. So, uh, with that, the four of you guys exit the school and head and follow Mr. Dr. Sumo out to the, um, out to the fields. You guys have you a big sports field. Or anything? For uh, if, for, the, for the numbers people, yeah, go ahead and introduce your stats. Actually, uh, if you guys want to, uh, you guys can do that as, uh, in a minute. I got something planned. As okay. you guys head out to the field... Mr. Sumo stands on the sidelines, um, Sir Dr. and Sumo. he directs everyone to stand across from him on the other side of the field. Uh, he just well, starts to one. We'll just okay, walk see, over there. You guys are standing on this. You guys are standing on the side of the field, and he hollers out. Um, he hollers out Hikaru, and he points to one end of the field. Bruce, and he points to the other end of the field. You two are going to be fighting against each other for this final exam. Points will be given based on performance, not by the winner. Uh, I will call. I will call your names to stop the fight once you guys reach around half. Uh, once you guys seem pretty beaten up, so have at it. And he gestures to both sides of the field. Go for it, dudes. I'm raring to go. So, as am I. As you could. To a good as battle. You guys take the, as you guys take the sides of the field, I'm going to have you guys introduce your stats, and then we will roll initiative. Okay. So, my stats, uh, my... Yeah, we'll... Oh, who's coming first? Uh, you can go first. Yeah. Um, so, I have an HP of 22. Attack, 8. Defense, 10. Um, special attack is 9. Special defense is 9. Speed is 12. Um, and my human stats are um, 2 beauty, 1 cute, and 0 for cool, smart, and tough. Alright, and Bruce, you already introduced your character sheet, didn't you? Yes, I did. So the way fights work in this is every Pokemon has a speed stat in their character sheet. Your initiative order is based on your speed stat. So, uh, let's say Hikaru. What is Hikaru's uh, speed? 12. Okay, so with a speed of 12, your initiative dice is a d12. Bruce, what's your speed? 9. So, you would roll a d9 as your initiative. The person with the highest roll goes first, and that is the turn order. So why don't you guys go ahead and roll initiative? I rolled a nine. Oh, I rolled an eight. Ooh. Just barely. Oh, so I narrowly go first. first. Yay! Yay! I expect you to be the speedier one. Yeah, you did say you had a twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah. Electric types do be fast. 
And the way attacks work is, in this game, unlike D&D, we do not consider movement unless it is like, you know, you're like 10 miles away from the fight or something. Uh, all you do is you select a move, you roll a d20 for accuracy, and you have to be a certain number. Once you roll that certain number, if it is higher than, say, a 6, it hits. When that hits, you roll damage, and the damage is based on the move. Certain moves have an effect roll, where you uh, roll a separate d20, and if that d20 is rolled high enough, an effect will take place. For example, for paralysis to happen, uh, let's say you use Thundershock. Uh, he, doesn't Hikaru know Thundershock? Yep, I have a Thundershock. What's the effect roll for Thundershock? Yeah, so roll d20, um, and you have to beat a 10. Okay. Get at least so, a 10. Uh, uh, the effect roll is 10, or... Is the effect roll 10, or is that a 10% chance to hit? Its effect is, effect is 10. Uh, sure. actually, hold on one second. Let me make sure. Uh... Yeah, if your roll is okay. at least the listed number, the effect happens. It okay. should be so... 19. Yeah, it, be it 19 should be 19 or 20. Uh, your effect roll is the percentage of, uh, percentage of chance that you roll a d20, and you have to get the, uh, number listed as your effect roll. Thundershock has an effect of 10, which means it has a 10% chance to hit. 10% on a d20 means you have to roll a 19 or a 20 to get Thundershock. Effect rolls are rolled separately from accuracy rolls, and are only rolled if the move hits. Mm -hmm. So, with that, Hikaru, you are up. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll roll with it for now. I think that's what we established. Well, yeah, because it is confusing because the uh, on the, the moves on the character sheet say a different thing from the moves in the moves list page on our sheets. Well, I have Lick, and my effect roll is 30, and I can't roll a 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I know. <laughs> the actual... Yeah, good luck trying to roll a, a 30 on a d20. Yeah, let's see. For Lick, I believe... I'd say 30. No, I think the... Like, for Lick, it says, like, PP30, I think. Well, um, if you type in... If you type in Lick on your... Uh, where it says moves on the actual character sheet, not the list, it'll say your effect roll is 30, which means it has a 30% chance to paralyze. Yeah. If you look in the moves list, it'll say, I think... What 15. is that? 14? It's 15. 15. Yeah. Okay. So you have to roll 15 or higher. The accuracies are different in the uh, moves list than it is in the effect roll on the character sheet. But either way, they do mean the same thing. They just mean it in different ways. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. under Thundershock, it says you have to beat a 19. Yes. And then, yep. on and, my, yeah, and then in the character sheet, it says 10. So you're right. Yes, because that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. So, Hikaru, you are up. What are you going to do? Okay, so I'm going to start with Charm. Alright, and uh, for the audience, what does Charm do? So, Charm um, lowers the foe's attack, lowers the foe's attack by four. Um, so what I'm going to do is 
Um, do I describe like what I how do how do I carry out the move? Uh, that's actually a good thing to establish. Do you want me to flavor the moves, or do you guys want to flavor the moves yourselves? Generally, I would do it. Okay. Uh, so each time you attack, try and flavor the move. Uh, one thing I am different from not a scratch's system is inspiration is a thing. If you do certain things, I will give you certain bonuses or hazards will happen. Like, for example, you uh, throw a brick break, but it misses. If you end up hitting a tree, that tree could fall over and become a hazard on the field. But also, if you do like really creative stuff uh, that uh, is really cool, I might give you inspiration. This uh, takes this is for inside and outside of battles. And for those who don't know, inspiration it lets you re-roll any roll you wish, but only once. Okay. Alright, so um so Hikaru's gonna use charm and she's gonna um well first I'm gonna roll for accuracy. I have to beat a six. It's a nat one. Right. So, the uh, the way this is gonna work for a nat one is, uh, usually for attacking moves you roll damage on yourself and then divide that damage by two. But because it is a status move, I'm just gonna say you take the effect and apply it to yourself divided by two. Divided by two. So I'm gonna lower my own attack by two. All right. And how exactly do you manage to lower your own attack with a charm? Yeah, so I start like dancing, um, and I'm like, I'm kind of like acting out a dance move that I've been practicing, which is basically like the, the like, pointing your fingers in opposite directions, like Saturday Night Fever, um, <laughs> and um, I just. Fall on the ground. <laughs> okay. So, Hikaru is laying on the ground, and it is now Bruce's turn. Okay. And Bruce, seeing that, is going to be, uh... He's going to look a little confused, and then just think... He knows Hikaru a little bit, so he's going to figure that Hikaru is trying to go for some sort of status move. So he's going to go... Just sort of like go for a leer, just like stare Hikaru down and try to lower her defense. Okay. That is a three. So that will also miss. That will also miss. <laughs> it does not beat the accuracy roll of six. <laughs> So I'm gonna say uh, what happens is Hikaru, uh, because she is prone on the ground currently, doesn't even see you leering. And so it <laughs> looks like you're just standing there. <laughs> Nothing happens. I'm like imagining. Is back, is I'm it... imagining Bruce leering with his <laughs> eyes closed. Yes. <laughs> Oops, scratch over my eyes. All right, it is Hikaru's turn. Okay, my turn again. Woo. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna start with. I'll go for a thunder shock. Because, you know, 
my special attack is higher, so special attacks have an advantage. Um, so that is a power four. Okay, so I'm gonna roll for accuracy. Uh, is a five, and I had to beat a six, so that misses. Wow. Oh. Man, this is going great, isn't it? Yeah. At this point, doc Mr. Dr. Sumo's just going to end it because you guys aren't doing anything. <laughs> so you, so as, as this is all happening, Mr. Dr. Sumo, he, his face is just in, his head is just planted in his face. <laughs> He's face palming, is what I'm trying to say. He is not impressed with okay. what you guys are doing. Yeah. So I just like... I aim my Thundershock at Bruce, and um, comes out of my tail and hits the ground next to Bruce. I see that uh, it just sort of, he just sort of like goes real low to the ground and it sort of like grazes his back and it just, all it does is ignite the flames on his back. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You have made me more powerful. <laughs> and then he just looks over behind him and sees the flames. He's like, yeah, I guess now is a good time for an ember. And just, right. like, you see the flames. I guess I'll roll first before I describe it. Okay, that's a four. Can't do anything. The what? dice don't let me. <laughs> If this keeps going on, I very well might, uh, Mr. Dr. Sumo very well might just pull you out of the fight as a disqualification. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> this this really ain't doing so, so he, like, tries to pull the flames in from, like, his back up to, like, inside to, like, form a little fireball in his mouth to shoot. And then he tries to shoot out the fireball and just a pop of smoke comes out of his mouth. And nothing happens. And Hikaru's like, uh-huh. Like you try harder next time, Bruce. And and then she goes for another thundershot, because why not? So roll a D20 again. Four. <laughs> yeah. Wait, another four? This is I, ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. After a certain oh, number of turns, you should definitely end it. <laughs> so, describe to me how this Thundershock misses. Um, yeah, so Hikaru um, charges up the charges up the electricity patches on her cheeks. Um, they're, like, visibly crackling with with blue electricity and then another thunderbolt just shoots out of her whole body and narrowly misses bruce and lands right behind him so with this mr dr sumo is gonna start stepping in the middle it's like ho ho okay guys stop uh that is hey, enough you, you two get on the sideline you guys are doing nothing hey, but and he currently got more moves than i did is he curve started. He he's not happy right now. That is like, true. Oh, uh, great. But Miss 
Mr. Dr. Sumo, he's like, all right, guys, that's enough. Gee, dear Arceus, you guys need some practice. Go go over to the sidelines. I'm calling the next people. You can see he is flustered and he is not happy right and now. And Hikaru is just like pouting, like, mm, but I wanted to, I wanted to land a move. Yeah, maybe next time. Give us some yeah. practice. Uh, uh, your results will be in in two to four weeks, as will everyone's. And he points over to the crowd of people on the sidelines, who, by the way, all saw your both of your miserable failures. And he points to Sammy and Walter. You two. All right, you. Uh, he points to Sammy, that side of the yeah. field, and he points to Walter, that side of the field. And okay. Walter's... Walter's like, oh boy, this is going to be fun. And he uh, jogs over to the other side of the field. Mm. Hey guys, Vigoda here. Welcome to the midsection. As this is the first episode, I do have a couple things to address. First of all, as you've probably noticed, this show is very similar to Not Scratch. That's because this is the first podcast I've done. And since I'm new to this field, I'm pulling inspiration from multiple podcasts I love to listen to myself. In the show, you're going to see a little bit of everything as we try and get the spell rolling. With that out of the way, I'm going to announce a cool segment here for the midsection. The question of the episode. Now what is the question of the episode, you may be asking? Well, it's almost like I'm going to tell you no matter what. On our Discord server, which is listed down below, there's a channel called The Question of the Episode, where anyone who is a member of our Discord can leave a question for me to read here in this segment. I will be handpicking the best or funniest questions, so leave as many questions as you like. Since these episodes are being recorded and edited before the release of the first three episodes, there is nobody in the Discord to give us questions. How sad. So until then, I'll be moving on to the music used in this episode. Thank you to the Zame for the song, Battle, Hoenn Rival, Me, Brandon, Remix. Thank you to Glitchak City for the songs, Pokemon, X and Y, Sansaloon, Forest Remix. Zoop, Belife, City, Lo-Fi Remix and Pokemon Center theme Lo-Fi Remix. Thank you to Pokemon Red and Blue Rescue Team for the song, In a Dream. With that all done, let's get back to the episode. Uh, and Sammy it kinda is looks time to vote initiative. Sammy looks back at his friends, he's like, uh, better luck next time, guys. Yeah. We'll Reason need it. He's kinda silently sulking. He's, he's not happy that he got cut off. Yeah. Now I'm just excited to see both of my friends duke it out. Uh, Walter will be going first. Okay, so... Uh, oh, well, what did one. you roll? Well, <laughs> uh, Walter actually rolled max speed. He rolled 6 out of a d6. So yeah, I rolled Walter's a 1 gonna out go of first. d6. He's going first. And I feel like I maybe should have paired you guys up a little bit differently. Because I'm starting to realize... Uh, Walter has a slight advantage on you. You know, just a slight advantage. It's fine. Hey, if somebody gets hit, that's you know more than. <laughs> It'll be entertaining. <laughs> They're fine. Wow. More excitement than the last battle. Walter has the so, slight advantage of being fighting uh, type. Uh, yeah. You know, just a slight advantage. Uh, I could have picked anyone outside of the crowd, but no, nah, I had to be Walter. Nah. Well, Wal- Walter's going to go in with a brick break. And Gosh. he's gonna roll a twenty-four. Uh, I didn't look up his actual moveset. I basically cobbled a bunch of stuff together. I was like, what, cheating. Could, "What kind of Riolu learn?" And I'm like, "Yes, brick break. That'll do it." So, it's a TM oh God, move. I, 
I'm actually looking at the damage for Brick Break, and uh, I'm actually going to retcon this and maybe give him something else because... Uh, actually, hold on. Give me one second. What is Real Liz Brick... Real Liz? Quick Attack, Endure, Faint, and Metal Claw are the attacks that Real Liz can learn before level 10. Oh, interesting. Okay. Metal Claw. Interesting. Okay. So he can only uh, yeah, counter okay. me. Oh, no, before level 10. Never mind. He can't hit me with any fighting moves. All right, actually, that, uh, okay, so I'm going to replace Brick Break with Faint. No, Faint's level 11. What? Uh, crap, okay. Oh, no, what no, are to... you looking yeah. at? Uh, Gen 5. I don't know why I'm looking at Gen 5 versus <laughs> yeah. Gen 9. Gen 9 uses uh, Faint level 4. Cerebi. <laughs> Cerebi, help me. Oh, uh, let's see. Level 4, Faint. Give me other Gen 9 ducks. I just use Bulbapedia. Okay. So he can uh, quick attack, foresight, and do encounter. Perfect. Quick attack, foresight, and do encounter. All right, let me implement that. Foresight. And do Quick attack, counter, and. What was it? F. Check, endure, faint, and metal. Seven. Learn set. Faint. That was it. Okay. Dakota, do you know your Roman numerals? I do know my Roman numerals. I don't know if you were talking to, but I do, in fact, no, know yeah, my I was Roman asking numerals. you, because I don't know what, again. You were, oh, okay, yeah. gen, you were looking at the Gen 7 moveset there, I think. Yeah. Right now? I'm looking at... Yeah. What, what the... <laughs> uh... Instead of IX, I clicked on IV, which is directly below it. So, oh, jeez. You were looking <laughs> yeah. at Gen 4. I was looking at Gen 4. So, quick attack, endure faint, metal and metal claw. claw. Okay. That is weird that it. He actually gets a steel type pretty early now. Counter quick attack and metal claw. Okay. So, I'm going to say uh, he uses metal claw. Apparently, that's just the move slot I replaced with Brick Break. So, uh, I'm because this is a whole new, it has a different attack, uh, or sorry, accuracy stat. I'm actually just gonna re roll that. He initially rolled a 14, but this time he rolls a six, which he misses. So, what's gonna happen is he's gonna run up to you and he's going to slash at you with, I don't know, does Will have claws? Yeah. He's got those metal stubs on his Our arms. Pause. So he runs up to Sammy, and he, 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 he starts swiping too early, and he actually swipes like right in front of your face, and he stumbles and falls down next to you. Oh, okay. So it's Sammy's turn. I had to look up a I had to look up the type chart because I was like, what do I resist? Apparently, I resist steel. Oh, actually, I would have missed that. I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. Yeah. What? So, what is Sammy doing? Oh, wait, no. Do I? Yeah. Normal half to steel or st Oh, no. Steel is resistant uh, to normal. Steel is pure fighting. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to see if normal resisted steel or if it was steel that resists normal. I think it might be the other way around. I think... I think steel resists normal. Yeah, so I don't resist anything. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it's normal type. Yeah, duh. Okay. 
You're immune to ghosts I'm and just weak immune to fighting. Ghosts. That's about yep. it. That's that's my thing. All right. And last I checked, Walter does not have ghost type moves before level ten. I do. But that doesn't matter. Well, yes. Um, I guess should we explain that? Does ghost hit a normal type? If if I were hit with ah, a ghost move. So, because this is based on the mystery dungeon rules. Immunity does not do zero damage, it does one-tenth damage. So, say you were to use Shadow Ball on Sammy, uh, who is a normal type. You would roll damage for it, and then divide it by ten, and that's how much damage you would do. That's how immunities work in this. Okay. So, we're not dealing with that right now. Um, it's good to know. Yeah, it is your turn, Sammy. It is... I guess I will go for a tackle. Tackle attack. For my accuracy. That is the wrong die. How did, would you roll a d12? I rolled a 6. I rolled a d6. Uh, no, uh, my accuracy, I rolled a 12. Okay. So with a 12 that will hit, uh, roll your damage dice. That's a six on the die. So damage dice is twelve plus my attack of thirteen. All right, I didn't explain my stats. Okay. Shoot. Uh, well, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this attack, then I'll go through my stats. Okay. So hold on, uh, that's thirteen after everything. Oh, hang on, I'm doing math. It's twenty-five after everything. Not this hard. Oh crap! Twenty-five. Holy crap! Uh, you said 25? Uh, so I guess before so, we continue, my stats... Hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Does fighting resist uh, normal type moves? Don't forget to... Uh, uh, no, does it subtract your defense stat from that total? It does it? Yeah, so here's the thing. Volter only has a defensive stat of 4. So, explain to me how you one-shot Walter. <laughs> Do you want to go through your stats before or after that? <laughs> I will go through my stats uh, before. Yeah, how about you go through your stats real quick? Let's make sure you didn't make a mistake, because I am very curious how he did <laughs> Well, how attack you did is that. 1d8 plus 6. I rolled a 6, so plus 6 is 12. Then my attack is 13. Yeah. I added 12 and 13. got 25. Okay. So, what, so Sammy's just secretly OP, is what we're saying. <laughs> so, all right, so starting from the top, uh, my HP is 35, my attack is 13, my defense is 12, my special attack is 9, my special defense is 10, and my speed is 6. I think you might have some extra Walter's stat points. Walter's HP was 15, by the way. There. Anyway, for my uh, human stats. Okay, hold on. I figured out what went wrong. Walter is at level one. Walter is at level one. He's a baby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, guys, give me one second. I gotta reset this up. Uh, yeah, because I. Uh, he has no level up bonus. Okay, I figured out the problem. Uh, let's see. He. Oh god. Okay. I gotta do some math here real quick. Uh. You said you weren't prepared. You weren't kidding. Uh, apparently not. Um, hold on. 
Okay, it doesn't even matter. His HP is 21. <laughs> and after defenses, after defenses, you deal do 21 damage. damage. Like, uh, even okay, with the level up so, bonuses? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. He has a defense of 6. Sorry. Okay, so all right. You, he has 2 HP left, which is a little bit better than before. But as uh, I need you to describe exactly how you do 95% damage to this. Okay, game. before that, let me just do my human stats real quick. Uh, my cool is, I have okay. a cool stat of zero. My cute is two. My smart is zero. Beauty is zero. And my tough is one. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. Beulah's just standing across, uh, sorry, Walters are standing across from me on the, on the battle pitch. And I am just kind of. I was shrugging off that he, he came so close to hitting me and didn't make it. And I'm just like, all right, time to show my stuff. And I run full speed at him. To, to... He is standing. He is laying at your feet. Because he missed you and fell down. He's standing. He is. <laughs> all right. So I jump back feet. a bit and then run at him to knock him even more down because he's probably trying to get up. And I'm just like, no, you stay down. You know what would have been really funny? He like falls down, you look at him, and he just jump on him. And then it would be body slam, so I mean, I gotta, I gotta tackle him somehow. Uh, it's similar. Okay, so uh, as soon as this hits, uh, Mr. Dr. Sumo looks over you guys like, Oh, whoa, whoa, guys, stop, stop, stop. Okay, that's enough, that's enough. And he sees that you, like, you almost kill Walter. <laughs> He's like, okay, guys, guys, get over there. And he, uh, he, uh, Walter, uh, slowly gets up shakily and goes over to the sidelines. And Mr. Dr. Sumo tosses two citrus berries at him, which will heal him to full health, actually. Walter, I'm so sorry. So that was crazy. Yeah, we might have to go over Sammy's stats uh, again real quick after this, after we finish up here. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with one yeah, shouting people. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sammy might end up being the Ralph of this Yo. show. Wait, how? Overpowered? So, yeah. I mean, Inru had to implement the Ralph rule to stop Ralph from becoming just insanely overpowered. Mm -hmm. And, but, and among other things, which I won't go into for spoiler reasons, but Ralph was way too overpowered and not a scratch. Okay. Tackles so, cannon. It happened. <laughs> so, uh... Right. So, you guys are on the sidelines. Um, the four of you, you guys are watching the rest of the battles commence. Uh, ooh, I have an idea. Th uh, one of you guys throw me a random Pokemon that would be around level 10 and i need another one from someone else and i will decide who wins Ooh, dude okay hold on wait hold on evelyn did you say sweet Silcoon. okay okay so cool i think you said sweet i was like level 10. i thought she also said hoot hoot like it was too okay. hoot hoot against what i said oh so so we got uh so uh what did you all say again? I got caught up on Sweet Hoot, Silcoon, and Tangela were the options. Yeah. 
Okay, so Hoot Hoot and Tangela go up against each other. And that's flying versus grass. Hoot Hoot's gonna win. Hoot Hoot is gonna join you guys over there. Uh, throw me another couple Pokemon. Metapod. Uh, Litten. Ooh, Litten. I like Litten. Name a Pokemon. I have now forgotten every Pokemon ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten every Pokemon except the legendaries. <laughs> except for <yeah. laughs> This is exactly why I always have you guys, See, uh, like, whenever we're, like, in a... Whenever we're in a new area, I'm like, oh, what Pokemon would be good for us? I'm like, crap, I can't think of any. Somebody <laughs> choose for me. <laughs> Let's go with C-Dot. So, C-Dot. C-Dot and... Litten. Uh, Metapod. Okay. Ooh. That's a... uh, actually, that's a pretty good type of uh, I mean, Metapod would have a good uh, advantage if you could do anything. <laughs> yeah, so... You see Metapod just get slowly shinier and shinier and shinier as time goes on. And C-Dot's just flinging us uh, bullet seeds at it. And over the course of like 20 minutes, it slowly whittles down the HP. C-Dot uses and, Bide. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh yeah, don't forget, Metapod uses Bide, Metapod uses Harden. If you say they can only use Harden. <laughs> it can still use Tackle. So, well, is it one of those metapods that can like also like that like can use string shot and tackle because it evolved from a caterpie? Exactly. Well, I am. It is canonic. It, canonically, this metapod can oh, only boy. use hard. It is that classic Gen <laughs> One metapod. Okay. This metapod apparently does not get mad so, when you say uh, they can only harden. He knows what he can do, and he's not afraid of showing. So, a couple more battles go down like this, and over time, the uh, crowd on one side of the field gets smaller and smaller. And soon enough, uh, Mr. Sumo steps up like, Alright, that's everybody. Uh, he picks up a piece of paper next to him. For those of you guys who decided to join the survivability test, uh, or join the survivability class at the beginning of the year, you guys stay. Everyone else can go on to your next class. And as the crowd starts to thin out, it is actually just you four. You four all chose to do the survivability class at the beginning of your senior year. And this will be your final exam. Boy. As everyone else starts heading back to the school, Mr. Sum Mr. Dr. Sumo uh, gestures towards you guys to come with him. And... As you guys get up to him, he is like, uh, alright, so, this final exam is, uh, for your survivability class. It's gonna be a practical test. So you guys are going to, he gestures over to the woods at the edge of the field, and he says, there is something at the end of this mystery dungeon I have placed, and I need you guys to go retrieve it. Whoever comes back with, whoever comes back with it first, uh, gets the gets bonus points. Uh, if you don't come back, you fail. If you don't come back, you fail. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kinda it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to succeed when you're not alive. So, uh, with that being said, off you go, and he shushes you all off into the woods. All right. So I guess I just like just remember, don't die. 
Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Dr. Sumo. You got it, yeah, Mr. He get, Sumo. He gives you a gigantic <laughs> thumbs up. A gigantic thumbs up. I go for a high five. Uh, wait, who's giving him a high five? I am. Uh, he, uh, you up him for a high five, but he has to lay down on the ground in order for, uh, for you got for him to reach you because you're so small, and you like barely cover like a quarter of one of his fingers. All right, good luck to you guys. Uh, you guys will know the item when you see it, and yeah, so you guys are off on your own. Um, what's your guys' plan right now? So we're gonna we walk into the dungeon already. Yeah, uh, I mean, right not in. yet. You guys are like, you guys are like right outside. It. There's like trees and stuff, but there's clearly like a what looks to be like a hiking path, almost. And you guys are standing outside of it. You guys can like formulate a plan if you guys all want to team up. If you guys want to all four go separate or whatever, it's up to you guys. How tall Hariyama was? Maybe we can split up into two teams. You guys want to do that? Yeah, two teams. Okay. Okay. Uh, because this is a mystery dungeon. I... All right. Okay. Uh, all right. You guys devise how you guys are going to split this team up. I am going to create another dungeon because I did not expect there to be two of them. I yeah. To two dungeons. We're going to do two separate dungeons. Oh, oh, who's oh sticking yeah. Sticking with who? Uh, I might go with Walter because I know him. Yep. Okay. Bruce will go with Sammy because he knows him. That's how it works, I guess. Okay. Okay. Uh, you gotta give me a couple minutes. I gotta create a new dungeon. No. Uh... Oh. What does splitting up look like? Do we like start in two different parts of the of the same floor? So you guys are each gonna have separate. Uh, each of you are going to have separate dungeons, because the way Mr. Dungeons oh. work is every time you enter one, it is different. And because you yeah. guys are... Well, actually, are you guys going to be entering at the same time? Or are you guys going to be entering at different times? Because I can set this up for a race, if you guys want to. Do it. I think we'll enter at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's okay. what we were going to do. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I'm going to send them in a different direction. Alright, so you guys are going to enter at the exact same time. And as you guys enter the forest, that is where I'm going to end this episode. So, thank you guys. Hey. Uh, I have been Dakota, your PM, your DM, your GM. I've been Evelyn, playing Hikaru. I've been Eli, playing Bruce. I've been Sean, playing Sammy. Alright, thank you guys for listening. A group consisting of a young Eevee and a Vaporeon walked down the long corridor inside a train station. Come on, Selena. Let's get the middle one, she says, looking at her mother, and she pointed to the third car in a long line, all of which had signs saying Newburgh City on them. All right, but let's hurry. We'll miss the game if we don't get on soon. I know. Maybe we'll get to see Aaron today. The pamphlet says he's going to be there as a guest. Oh, he'll be there. The two of them got on a train. Selena needed help from her mother to get up onto the tall seats of the train. As they traveled by, Selena looked out the window and watched as the farmland and forest whisked by. The minutes rolled by and Selena read and reread the baseball pamphlet they had picked up at the train station. 
Selena had never been to a ball game before, and her mother had bought tickets to the big game in Newburgh City as a birthday present. She was so excited she could barely wait. Hey, Mom! Selena was cut off abruptly as a deafeningly loud crash came from the front of the train. Selena and some other Pokemon were flung across towards the other side of the train car. As she staggered to her feet, she looked around and saw a large hole in the floor where her mother had previously been sitting. She pushed past panicking Pokemon to reach the hole, where her mother was pinned underneath the wreckage of the train seats very close to the hole. Hold on, Mom, I'm getting you out of there! As she says this, Selena started pulling on the seat and it started to budge, but as she did so, her mom slid closer to the hole. Somebody help! As she looked around, nobody seemed to notice, as all of the Pokemon were starting to open the exit door and someone was trying to pull an emergency brake. Selena looked back at her mother, but not before the train lurched and sent her flying into the hole. Then there was silence.